just leave. It's your boy D. I'm sorry. All right, y'all. Huh? That was 12 seconds, not 15. Oh, no, it was was actually, no, okay, so look, so look, okay, so check this out, okay, the recording thing, sometimes it don't catch everything, but it is 15, it's actually 14.9, all right, to be Mm -hmm. exact, in my my studio when I worked it out, anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all, we'll argue about this intro later, (laughs) y'all, this is episode number 203 of the Homeroom with Smooth podcast, I'm Smooth, and that is Char. How are you doing today, Char? <laughs> it's a busy week. I, shit, I said a busy week and it's only Monday. That's how you know where my brain is. It's a busy day. Um, I was about to vent about my job, but you know, in, internet people are weird, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It, it was a busy day at work. And then you yeah. be and then the next thing you know, you fired from your job because somebody on the internet found out where you work and snitching you. So I'm stop there. What? Oh, people do it all the time. Yeah, there, there are Wait, plenty. Of that happened to you? No, not me. What I'm saying is, it happens oh. all the time. On- I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> your reaction is priceless. Oh, no, what I'm saying is, because of that, now I'm nervous to talk about things I talk about. So. I would vent about, I was about to vent about something. I called myself because I thought about all the, tic- the people on TikTok be voicing their opinions. The next thing you know, they're fired. Like, so. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I just be talking in like broad general terms, trying to be funny. Like that's, that's why I also start segueing to being more funny and just like more commentarious than serious because mm. then I can always, co- my cop out is, hey, it was just a joke. I was trying to be funny. Sorry. Like that's my cop out. <laughs> that's that's my cop out, and I can do my little apology tour, and I'm straight. Like if you if you're trying to be dead serious and you like driving the point home and you're being all analytical with facts and stuff, you're gonna get canceled and get removed the f up out of here. <laughs> and you can be completely right. That's the sad part. You can be dead right, and it don't matter if enough people disagree in the business. Go, you know what? Well, well, we scared. Like it don't even be that many people. It be about five hundred people, and you get fired for your job. And then the the craziest part is the craziest part is most of them people they don't even buy from you. Hmm. It don't even be your customers. It just be people on the line upset. Pretty much, yeah. You got a point there. Yeah, people people just we want to be upset. They be chasing after people, man. Um, but but um, first first topic just to knock this out and get this out the way. So SBB Bank, okay, went under, all right? So just to kind of just the speed run for you guys, uh, because the episode's called Sexist and Broke. So broke part is the the bank, right? So to break this down very simply for y'all, SVB Bank was playing with people money, but they 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 weren't playing necessarily in a bad way. They just made a really dumb decision, all right? They hedged all that. So they took, they had their assets, the money that's in the bank. They kept 20% of it and they took 80% in 2020, I believe. In 2020, they took 80% of it or 2021. They took 80% of the money and they put it in U.S. securities 
and treasury stock, I mean, treasury bonds and all that. That doesn't sound bad. That's good. You, you know, that's safe money. That's a safe bet to make 1.79%, uh, I believe is the number, to make that money back. However, however, they put it in a four-year bond, all right? And the interest rates kept going up because the economy is full of shit right now. And we're trying to we're trying to block the uh, they're trying to com combat inflation and all that. So in that regards, that hundred dollars per let's say it's a hundred dollars per bond, right, is now worth seventy seven per bond. So they had to sell their stuff at a loss because at the same time that was happening. All right, I'm gonna make sure I, I do this correctly. The same time that was happening, the uh, the the. Because they, so I, I guess I'll back up just a little bit. They are a start. They don't have retail customers. Not me and you, us brokies. We're not at SVB Bank. Okay, it's tech startups, uh, venture capitals funds, and something else. I forget what the other one is. But it's all people with over two hundred fifty thousand dollars to be in insured by the FDIC. So they above and beyond that. Okay, there's a there's a Harvard, Harvard, Harvard or a Hemp or a Hemp. Yeah, I, I believe it's a Harvard professor or it's a um, uh, a Stanford professor, something like that, uh, that lost over $60 million. They had to cancel classes, right? Because there's a bunch, a bunch of professors that lost a bunch of money. And basically all these people are on suicide watch. Because I couldn't imagine I woke up and lost 60 mil. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, 60 M's. Like on Wednesday, you had 60 M's. Today, you are broke. Like, mm. well, okay, he has... He has half a meal to his name all right he had like two, i believe they were able to salvage like two accounts for him <laughs> but he, the rest of his money he's not gonna get it back for years literal years because it, they got to go through the whole bankruptcy process and selling off their assets to get everybody their money back and that process takes years um but in the meantime in between time like i just want to let people know like no we're not having a catastrophic bank failure people aren't Oh my God, everything's going to come in. No, it's just that bank because they were being dumb and put everything 80% in the treasuries. So they weren't able to, they had no liquid assets to give people cash as they were withdrawing because to go to my other point, the economy it was kind of bad for people and people weren't able to make uh, the type of revenue that they want, were able to. So they were withdrawing to stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? And now as things get back to normal, are trying to get back to a sense of normalcy, they and they're like withdrawing and spending and withdrawing and spending. They don't have the capital because again, they only have 20% of the assets mm. on hand. 80% is locked away. And as they sell at a loss, if you sell 88% at a loss, I mean 80% at a loss of you and you lose 25% of the value, you've lost 25% of the value on that. You only got back really like 60% of the money. Mm. So there's 20% gone. So yeah, they went under immediately. They they tried to be transparent and tell people on Wednesday caused a fucking panic and everybody tried to pull. And thus the company I'm sure gonna be a lot of, I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of lawsuits. I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah, but at the point here's the thing though. They all gonna have to wait through the bankruptcy and get their stuff through that bankruptcy thing. Like it's a process when these types of businesses and all mm -hmm. that get liquidated and uh, seized by the federal government. It just takes years. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you know anybody that put money in there, you know any businesses like that. Like the the 
the I believe it's what is it called the tetra tetra effects or the the anyway the butterfly effect I'll just say it like this with a word that I do know the meaning of in a correct word the the, the butterfly effect of this is that um the banks closed so all those bank employees and everything else they all lost their jobs right then mm-hmm. you had all the businesses and startups that put their hard on money in there that actually saved and were using it doing the right things those businesses might go under they might go belly up and go under as well so then all those employees have lost money and all that income that was generated and going out into the public like it's just going to be a slow butterfly effect and it's going to be felt throughout california like at least california because it's a regional bank to california um Mm -hmm. they do have branches other places but the main sticking point is this california office that was fucked up and that's the headquarters so um because a lot of the tech startups that's the bank they use so any new tech stuff you see um it might just go away just because the simple fact they ain't got money no more Mm. or they're gonna get bought out at a really cheap price because they're broke um you know and it's just it's just sad to see it's just really sad to see um your thoughts yeah like that's i couldn't imagine having that much money and waking up and it's gone i probably would Yeah, I'm I can understand. I'm not saying that I would there's a difference between taking a gamble yourself and losing because you Mm -hmm. did that to yourself. Yeah. You you might still be upset, but you know what you did wrong to do better next time, right? Yeah. Difference when you trust what's supposed to be a trusted institution Mm -hmm. to, to hold your money and they fuck you over. And now all of this hard-earned money that you trusted somebody else with is completely gone. Like 60 million, that's, I don't even know what 60 million looks like, but what I do know is that $60 million probably is set up for a couple of generations of families. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you got to think of it on a deeper aspect of things. Like these businesses, most business owners, they have a bigger purpose behind why they decide to go in business, right? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of business owners, they envision passing it down to their children, their children's children, and having it for mm-hmm. generations. And if you are already at $60 million in a business, that means that you are looking to pass this down. This ain't no, oh, I just decided to, to start this business and got lucky most of the yeah. time. Which means you put some deep thought into this business to make that much money. So yeah. to build something that's yours from the ground up, Work hard because it's not hard. It's not easy. I'm a business owner. It's not easy being a business owner and make that much money. And not every I know there's there there are your token companies that make that much money in a, a year, a couple of years. But it's very rare that businesses make that much money that immediate. So I'm sure this is years of hard earned work and money earned gone down the drain. I just don't even know. I don't even know how I would cope. Like, how do you even, how do you even function after that? And and I understand people are like, oh, you know, money can't buy you happiness. Money isn't everything, but money makes the world go around, baby. Like, money, you can do a lot more in mm-hmm. life with money than you can without it. And yeah. you can't tell. It, I understand. Like, you might have some months where you make less than the other months, but all your money is just gone in the, in the blink of an eye. Yeah. I would be losing my shit. I would be 
yeah, I would I would definitely I I I wouldn't even I'm speechless right now just thinking about what I could I would possibly do. Like that would yeah. is insane to me. Yeah, yeah. To to know you just got a direct deposit and that mug says zero right afterward. Like I couldn't imagine you like it hits your account and it's gone. <laughs> like just immediately. And it ain't like rent gone. It ain't like car no pay gone. It's it's gone and you still got all these bills. Like and, and when you start making that's a good point. Because when yeah. you start making that much money, you have to you have to pay money to make money when you start making that much money, right? Yeah. So I'm sure there are probably bills you got that cost millions of dollars. And now you gotta figure out those bills. But man, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and like, man, man, like whoever said money don't buy happiness ain't really been broke like there's a certain level of happiness to not being broke (laughs) like to to pay all your bills and you look at your account and you're like oh i still got money that feels good like that that is a good feeling overall i don't know who lied and was like some some i feel like that was like a really really rich person that was like money don't buy happiness I'm like, well, then give me your money. Because <laughs> I'm for sure I'd be happy with an imp. I like the rebuttal with that statement because, in my opinion, happiness comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. Happiness could be a jet. Happiness could be going on vacation. Happiness mm-hmm. can be uh, buying your dream home. Happiness can be driving your dream car. Ha- like, you you can't buy none of that if you ain't got money. Exactly. 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 Like it having money and having people to share your wealth and experience with, that's it. That's the secret recipe. Yeah. Just have a little bit of money and having people to experience your life with, put them together, you're good. It's crazy when you're so broke you can't go to brunch no more. Like, like, damn, you can't go to brunch? Like Brunch is pretty fun, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a good time. <laughs> what you mean I can't go to brunch no more? Look, let me tell you something. When I was having a good, and like I said, being a business owner is not easy. When I was having a good, a good like month in my mm-hmm. business, I had like four clients. Man, listen, that I'm not going to tell you how much my my income increased per month, but it was a nice increase. Now mm-hmm. I have zero clients, and that money. That is missing from them four clients is fucking me up right now. Like I don't have to things that I was just like swiping a card on when I had those clients. So I can't imagine my little extra thousands of dollars for a month compared yeah. to millions a month is now gone. Like what? Yeah. It, and and like you said, it wasn't like you were irresponsible. Yeah. You just left. <laughs> You might as well just went, walked outside, lit a match, and just set that mug on fire and watched it burn. <laughs> At least that'd be more satisfying. Because you're just exactly. like, oh, okay. I'm free now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I guess. I guess, bro. <laughs> I guess you're free. <laughs> like, I couldn't do that. That just seems crazy to me. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna transition we're gonna transition to another topic, but first, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's hear from some people. Hey, if you're someone that craves vibes when it comes to music, like I do, you need to check out Rose Petals. 
Rose Petals is a 12-track R&B album by yours truly, Bam Shell, and it just dropped. It's available right now on all major digital outlets. I'm personally inviting you to come and vibe with me through music. Let me know what you think. Shout out to the home team with Kosher Sound, and you already know we're supporting and watching Homeroom with Smooth. Let's go. All right, y'all make sure y'all tap in with her and y'all go listen to uh, Rose Petals. That's the name of the album. The album is Rose Petals. Man, she just said it and I'm freaking deaf. Anyway. <laughs> okay, it happens. You ever, let me, let me tell you my embarrassing moment. Yeah, go ahead. Quick. So um, every week on my business, um, on my business, on my company's Instagram page, I do like IG lives and I interview people. And I always go back and rewatch them just, you know, because I want to improve for the next time. And there was mm -hmm. one interview I was watching, and, like, I have a series of questions they always give me to ask them. So they were both prepared when we go live. And there was a question I asked that they literally answered. <laughs> like, I asked it right after they answered. I was like, what did you? And you could tell, like, from their, their, the way they answered it, like, well, like I said in the previous question. <laughs> It went over my head during the interview. Like, <laughs> trust me, trust me. I've been, there. I, I've been there. As somebody that does interviews, I've been there. I was like, dang, we just, we really just talked about that. <laughs> then I got it. Then I got to frame it as I'm going deeper. Like, if I catch it immediately, I'm like, no, what, 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 what part of that process was like the hardest part? Like, if you see me do that, that means I asked that question already. And I'm just, I'm like, well, I gotta save it. I gotta salve it. I gotta save myself so I don't look stupid. <laughs> yeah. Because most okay. of the time, most people, they look at me and I'm like, can we just do that? We all have our moments. We all have our moments. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, so the next topic is so, um, this is a, uh, a sex, like a sexless, you know what I'm saying, world, okay? We, we're entering a sexless world. That's what they want you to think. Uh, I tend to think differently, but here's the data, and we're going to talk about it. So, uh, <clears throat> U.S. adults between 18 and 29 who say they are single, all right? Men, it is 51% in 2019, and women is 32% in 2019. In 2022, post-COVID, all right, it is 63% for men, as as it has only risen to 34% for women in the same age demographic, mm -hmm. all right? So what do you, okay, th just to give a little bit more context, uh, half half of the single men who, res, who are, res, who, single men, single, half of the, who, this person can't type, how'd this get, who, who's the editor? No, like, I'm seriously half of the single men as a whole like just say half of the single men responded that they like you don't have to put as a whole like that's a filler anyway half of the single men responded that they are looking for committed relationships and slash or casual dates which means they just looking to hook up like if, if a man mentions casual dating like he just straight up looking to hook up but what do you think about those numbers um so you, the last thing you said was that half of the men stated they're just looking for hookups, right? Well, they're looking for a committed for a committed relationship and or casual mm -hmm. dates. Okay, so here's my analogy. That was the quote. As, I'm not now. I'm not between 18 and 29, but I can tell you 
from um, what I see on TikTok, what pops up on my TikTok trend, the conversations I have with women in their 20s, and as a woman who's been in her 20s. So women are tired. Women are tired. But wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. I'm about to. You know, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. And then I'll I'll ask you the follow-up question. Go ahead. Go ahead. So there was a time where women were okay with, with these men that you're saying this survey is referring to were offering. 18 to 29. I understand. But what they said about and or they're either looking for a relationship or whatever, right? There was a time where women with, were okay with, okay, I'm going to just go with the flow. He said he just wanted to go with the flow and see where this goes and wasting your months and your years with this man only for him to tell you, oh, I don't want anything serious, right? Now, women have like mm-hmm. found their work, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not settling anymore. Okay. <laughs> and they have decided, look, I either am better off by myself or I'm not, I'm not dating until you are serious and clear with your needs and this is the this i have seen this all over social media i know this is how me and most of my friends are so they just not putting up with, with it anymore um and so because of that um i personally believe that the reason the the, the number is higher for men and lower for women is because women just got fed up and started valuing their worth and only accepting what they really wanted when it it comes to terms of relationships um they're also like um on these self-care journeys Mm -hmm. you know like gone are the days where a woman needs a man right there there Mm -hmm. was a time where women could only do so much she needed a man's income she needed him you know those days are gone women are doing it all now they're making more than the men they're Mm -hmm. making uh enough income to take care of themselves they're and it's not to say that they don't desire companionship, but they mm-hmm. do desire someone. <laughs> There's a lot of men, oh, I'm going on, but there, mm-hmm. I have seen a shift in, in, and I'm not saying this is you, but there are a, there's a group of men who have like these Kevin Samuelite views that is just outrageous and out of this world. And they're looking for these, well, I, I've, they call it submissive, which they have the definition of submissive wrong, but yeah, they're looking yeah. for these women who are just going to bow down to them, do whatever they want them to say, and then if you don't do certain things, oh, she's masculine. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, And so, when when these men are coming with these views, now women are like, oh, fuck that. I'm not putting up with that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what, I don't know uh, what the shift is or what. Also, I think that Something about the pandemic, because I saw a statistic that said um, a lot of, I don't know the correct statistic, but a lot of women started businesses during the pandemic. And you said the numbers you had before was in 2019. And now today, the numbers are lower for women, right? No, no, no. It's It went up by 2%. It was 32 in 2019 and 34% in 2020. Oh, okay. Well, I do know a lot of women... Uh, started businesses during the pandemic and there's been very successful businesses that were started during the pandemic so you add that in there like it's just like women are just waking up and like look I'm putting me first um and I don't have like it used to be like a lot of women marriage used to be the first thing on their like 
mm-hmm. must have on, on the top of their list. And now it's not really a must have, but also I'm not going to put up with just anything. So, all right. So here's, here's the, here's the real kicker. I see that data and I see that women, despite, despite calling older men creepy for dating younger women are just dating the men in the other age groups. That's yeah, literally just, that, they're literally just dating the men in, a, they date oh, women just, that's women like older men because typically older men are chill and more stable. That's just how it how it works. This is how society is. It's just built that way. I and men typically well. want younger women, women younger than them. That's just as it. Like women date up. It's just that's just is what it is. Cause like now that's that I believe I believe that that is more so what it is than than that. Because if you if you look at it like this, right? So if you go if you go to the next if you go to the next age group up, right, you go to the next age group up, then men, men's singleness drops, cuts more than in half. It drops to like 55%. It drops to, it drops to, let me see, what is this? About 20, for 30 to 49, it drops to like 30, it drops to like 30%. And in women, it drops even further to about, I say about 15, 20%, just looking at this graph. And then, and then for, for women ages 50 to 64 men jump up again another i'd say around around a couple percentage points maybe about five percentage points but then you have women it jumps up another like 15 percent and then when you get to 65 plus the men have stable back stabilized back down to their 25 percent and then women are are up to uh up to around it looks like 40 percent you know what I'm saying? So to me, that to me that means that okay, the women that are 65 plus, right? The reason that number jumps up so high is because they date older men. Therefore, their partner is dead. That that's what it that's what it no, that's what it reads to me. Because you if you if everybody is if that 18 and 29 percent age group is dating the 30 year olds, right? And the 30 year old women. They're now the small thirty to forty nine are now the smallest demographic that's single. That mm-hmm. means that those women that were previously in that other age group have settled down with one of these older men already, and that's their relationship. And they now have a family, and they're no longer single. They're now off the market. And mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think as as it progresses, the all of these people, the people, the age group, it just it just moves. It just moves. I don't think that this is like reflective of a societal problem necessarily. I mean, obviously we have like hookup culture and, and those things like, yes, there's those are pervasive, but everybody's fucking that, like literally, literally everybody, everybody's fucking like women are fucking now women, women are sexually liberated and free to do whatever they want to do. And men are still doing the exact same thing they've been doing. So, so yeah, you, you have, you have this prop, you have this, "Quote unquote problem," but I don't think it's a problem. I think everybody's getting what they, what they, what the fun part of what they wanted. They're just not getting the longevity piece because everybody's out here having fun. But if if people start to dial back and start to look within themselves and calm themselves down, they might actually find a partner of some of similar background or somebody that they can they can they can buy with. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's just like you're just not around somebody that's 
your your speed. You know what I'm saying? Or your 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 demographic. Because everybody's like doing the same thing. Like just sometimes you have to like branch out a little bit to meet somebody. You know what I'm saying? That you could actually like go the distance with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or or just like change your criteria. However, I will say, I will say that for the young dudes, for the young dudes, it, you know what I'm saying? Like that demographic, like get instead of like fucking your life off in that age group try and get yourself together that's what i would that's what i would highly suggest because it seems to me like women on the front end are now like getting more so their life together than mm-hmm. men because when you look when you look at college degrees like more women are getting college degrees more women are like like are starting to just make outpacing men in income and like but like mm-hmm. it like in that age demographic, however, like men tend to catch up on the back end. And I don't know how that's working. I, I really want I really would like to know a study on what the heck are men doing on the back end to where they're catching up. But I, I do also think a lot of women are also being are just going just leaving the work the work pool at that point. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're married, they're the they're the housewife. You know what I'm saying? They're still performing that duty. So therefore their income is not reflected because they don't have any. They leave, they leave the work pool because they have a man that's taking care of all of that stuff and they're not doing anything. And maybe, maybe, just maybe they might be running like a side business or something like that. But I mm-hmm. think I think I think there's a lot of factors that are like at play. But I um but I do want to tell these young dudes, get your get your life together. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's um, but there, there is a, there's a solid, there's a solid portion of this to, to go to the dating piece, to, to go back here and then we can, we can ha- kind of have a back and forth here on the, on the dating front. I think a lot of young dudes just aren't, uh, they aren't what their, their counterparts want. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and I think, I think that's, and I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say, I think that's fair to say whether it's, you're listening to, you know what I'm saying? You're like, you're your Andrew Tate or your Kevin Samuels or what, or what, or what have you, like there are certain principles that both of those dudes have said that makes sense. But if you follow their complete ideology, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like, cause you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's the phrase? What a broken clock is right. You know what I'm saying? Two times a day or whatever. Like, like, yeah. Like, it's one of those times where if you if you actually just I, have some discernment when you listen to those people that that's what i would say like have a little discernment um but i will say also and um like city girls ain't helping women either like y'all got to like that that whole like oh i'm going to run up a check on the dude or i'm going to use this guy for that blah 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 like that that culture ain't helping either um, mm-hmm. amongst the black populace I yeah, saying. I don't fit into any of these categories. I'm not out here having sex. I'm not uh, yeah. being a city girl. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even dating. Honestly, I'm. I'm just kind of doing me, and it goes back to what you said about. Um, I'm just meeting men who are not ready for what I'm ready for, who are not aligned, who are not, or sometimes these men be intimidated because. I'm. I don't know why. Like I ain't got my shit together, but apparently I come across like I do. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, 
They they want they want you unstable. They want you to need them. Nigga, like I'm sorry, I'm independent. I gotta live. Would you rather me be homeless? Shit. Um, oh my god, what you have a roof over your head? I do want to add. I don't know what the demographic is or the um not the demographic. I don't know what what the races are across this survey, but there are a lot of people dating outside of their race now, so that could be a part of it as well. I've seen a lot of a lot of black women dating white men now, marrying white men. <laughs> Um, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting that you say that. Cause isn't the whole thing like black love and we need to stick together and black men don't love black men don't love black, black men don't love black women. But then I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought everybody's supposed to just keep trying. Yeah, you want to know what it is? Black women have felt like they're so loyal to the black man. And then the black man kept saying, I don't want you. And so they were like, okay, bet. Fuck y'all. Now I'm gonna go date get go date who I want to date because I've been so loyal and get, guess where it got me. I but I don't I don't I, I think I think in broader persona, I think a lot of black women, like and this just you can correct me if I'm wrong, like they just dating the wrong type of dude. Like overall, like overall, like cons- consistently. Sometimes consistent, that's the case. Consi- yeah. Like sometimes I, it's the case, but that's that that formula doesn't fit every person i will say there have been people who have done every single thing right dated the man they thought that was just perfect and if a man gonna cheat he gonna cheat it has nothing to do with you you know like i mean yeah yeah i mean that's true but at the same at the same time i think i think there's a certain like delusion in dating some people because some people like like because i all hear it in like some some of my homegirls they're like Man, that 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 nigga ain't shit. Blah blah blah. blah. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's this, he's that. Da 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 da. But then you're like, oh yeah, I just left his house last night. I'm like, but yeah, I thought true. you, I thought he wasn't shit. I thought you don't like him. That but then you with him, and the next thing I know, you didn't have his baby. Now y'all living together, and you're still dealing with the same shit. And I'm just like, but I thought you knew. And then and then at at the end of it all, when you're when y'all break up, you know what I'm saying? You're like, I always knew he wasn't shit. Da 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 da. Then here comes this long ass Facebook post, long ass tweet thread, and I'm just like, I, I'm supposed to feel sorry for you, but then at the same time, I don't, because you've been saying it the entire time, and I'm just yes. like, at some at some level, there there has to be some accountability there. Like, if you knew this the entire time, like if I if I know like for me for me right, I'm just gonna use myself as an example. If I know this girl ain't shit, I know she's terrible, but I know I'm only there because she gives the guac guac 9,000 the best, okay? Mm-hmm. I know what I'm there for, right? If I if I have to deal with all these uh, this other BS, like I know what I'm dealing with, you know what I'm saying? If I'm only with her because the sex is good, then I know, I know the other mess that I'm dealing with. I don't think you see... Like and you correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't see a bunch of men going. You know what, man? You know what I'm saying. I always knew this girl wasn't shit. Blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like making these long posts like that. They just kind of just go, yeah. I had I had a baby by her. I really shouldn't have. And then they just they no no no. I'm not saying they say it that simply. No, they do be saying some wild stuff. I'm saying I have seen men who know that he, who knew he didn't like the woman. He knew he that she was no good for him, and he still continued. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah, then, then on accountability, because what I don't want this to turn into is a black woman bashing segment. 
Oh um, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm that not. you are. What What I'm saying is, yeah. my, point, my point for bringing up that a lot of black women are dating white white men is not that they don't like black men, not that they um, wouldn't prefer black men. It's that sometimes your blessing is not a black man like you would want him to be. So a lot of people have been open and have expanded their horizons to finding their person by expanding to different races. So that could contribute to these numbers as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so, so, I mean, I don't, I don't think that, so to go back to that, that the thing I was reading, I don't, I don't think there was a race attached to it, but if we were talking just. I'm just talking about every race, every race, like I have seen a lot of interracial couples. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's been been a a lot more of that, which is good. Yeah, whether it's an Indian person dating a white person or a Hispanic dating an Indian, mm-hmm. you know, like I've seen a lot of interracials. Yeah, I'm gonna go on the record saying I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing yeah, overall. I overall, I think I think it's a good thing overall because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if we all are like as mixed up as freaking possible, who could, who are you gonna discriminate against? Yeah. Who at the end of the day, who are you gonna discriminate against? There's nobody to discriminate against. We all the same thing mixed mm-hmm. like we all other like if, if everybody's other like who, who how do you how do you discriminate then like that that's just me that's just me thinking you know what i'm saying that is me thinking because most well no no there, there's still large pockets of the world that discriminate against people whether this or that da, 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 da. but once you once everything is mixed up like you don't see you don't see that like you know what i'm saying maybe maybe you start to see colorism or you start to see classism which those isms are e- more easier to attack than just baseline. I see your skin. Yeah. F you. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, but I, I, I would, I would say that um, in, in the dating sphere that um, I, at least for me, if for, for me, from my standpoint, I've been a lot more like conscientious of what I'm doing and like how I'm doing it. Uh, especially since you know what I'm saying you you know my last my last experience was not uh was not favorable was not I did not get a favorable outcome um mm-hmm. so I I just was like okay even 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 if things even seem good up front like I'm just like I'm I'm slow rolling it like the entire way I'm slow rolling it like I don't I don't have it in me to like run no more like no we finna walk we finna walk. Oh, but I, I, I feel this. I, I don't feel nothing, and I might, and I may feel everything towards you. I, I might actually feel that, but mm-hmm. the logical part of me, like, w- just will not let myself go down that road again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in a state of, if I date somebody cool, if not cool, because I'm just tired. I'm tired of, you know, not connecting with the right people, um, and so. I may have gone on a couple of dates here and there, but as soon as I know, okay, this ain't for me, I'm not going to keep entertaining you. But at the same, in the same sense, I also have been account- accountable. There's been times in my life where I was definitely messing with some dudes I had no business messing with, but I was I, I was having fun. <laughs> you know? right. um, I'm not saying I can't have fun anymore, but like I just am very intentional and um, uh, aware of what I'm doing. And so I don't make as many reckless or any should I say when it comes to dating reckless mistakes anymore um I don't even know if I could call it mistakes because I knew damn well what I was doing 
reckless decisions. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually got lucky my last date because I ain't even I ain't even technically pay for it. So I actually, I actually, I actually was like, I tried to pay her back and she wouldn't take the money. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this okay. is a dub for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And now we don't talk now. So I'm just like, this is still a super dub. I didn't lose anything, but, and I got to see the movie I wanted to see. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not in hell. Like, I was like, is this how women feel? Like, <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing, but. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing with it. But at the same time, like, it's one of those things where, like, I, you know, what I'm saying, like, I'm like, okay, well, I, I tried this, tried that. Like now, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I guess, I guess, at the end of the day, I'm more, I'm more open to more, uh, more possibilities than I, been in the past. You know, what I'm saying, I can say that much. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking more long term because, at the end of the day, like. You know what I'm saying? This is something that I do, and I'm not. It's been a part of my life for the last three years now. Like, well, in June it'll be three years. Like, I'm not gonna stop doing this now. Like this. So, like, whoever comes in, like, you gotta understand. Like, this is gonna be a thing. This is gonna be a part of my life. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you gotta accept that sometime I'm gonna be giving time to this. And you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you don't have your own thing going on to where as soon as you see me, you're not like, why aren't you spending time with me? Like, then I, I can't, I can't, I can't entertain that. Like, I'm, I'm not that, that whole like, oh my God, I need a, like, no, I'm gonna make time for you. I'm gonna schedule you in. Like, just don't, yeah. like, don't think it has to be like every day or every hour. Like, I have to give you three hours a day. Like, that's crazy. That's like a part-time job on top of my job. Like, if you, if you have somebody that works I work 10 hours a day, right? Not counting my commute. You add the commute in, that's 11, right? That's at least, at least 11 hours gone. And then you come home, I come home and then you're like, yo, I need the most every day. And then plus I'm supposed to be doing this too and all that. Like I have things that I'm passionate about. Like something's going to have to give. And if this already makes me happy, I can't, you can't make me unhappy yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like by anyway, that this is how I feel. That's that's the person. That's just my that's just my my two cents. Like I can't I can't do it. I can't. I hear you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh you have anything else to add? No, um I'm sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> Okay, I, I I seen it hit you. I seen it hit you. I seen it hit you. Oh, yeah, like, I, was like, I was like, yep, yep. I didn't get enough sleep last night, and it just hit me like a wave. But um, no, I I overall um um I think that people are starting to make better dating decisions from the numbers, and uh, men, y'all better be ready for these women that are ready. <laughs> yeah, like like bro, honestly, bro, you young man, you young. If if she's just trying to date and have fun, cool. You just date and have fun too, and but get your bag right, bro. Like get your bag right, keep your credit right. Okay, don't fuck your credit off. Don't do none dumb shit. And like, you know what I'm saying? Get to where you're trying to be right now while you're young and you got that energy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that you can't get it together later. Just saying that space your fun out and make sure you're handling business. 
that's that's what I got. That's my advice for you, young cats uh, out here. But anyway, this has been episode two hundred and three, sexless, sexless and broke. So neat. Two things: one, get your money right, diversify your investments, and don't keep all your money in one bank that could go under. All right, diversify, diversify your banking portfolio. Okay, so you're safe. Okay, I even went out and got a, another a second bank account that I send other money to. So just in case something happened over here, I got money over here. You know what I'm saying? That untouched. All right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Invest some of your money in some safe, safe assets that you can liquidize and get back to yourself. Okay. Uh, and then number two, point number two. All right. Date responsibly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, date freely. And uh, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? You find that special person. And don't be an asshole to them, okay, when you find them, all right? Be, you know what I'm saying? Treat that other person the way you want to be treated. Try to have honest, open, honest, open, and transparent dialogue, okay? That's the acronym. You want to be hot, okay? H dot O dot T, okay? You want to be honest, open, and transparent. It will either save you time or make all the time in the world. And that's, that's my last little piece. Thank you all for watching. And we'll see y'all uh, Saturday. Yeah.